I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics from personal stories to hot button issues. We cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. We are back, guys, for another episode of Awkward Sex in the City. But wait, stop, real quick. Are you on your phone? Are you on Apple Podcasts? Um, if you love it, like you'd give it five stars, please rate and review and tell me how much you love me. My ego is in love with it. It just helps. It helps with like getting on like I keep being like in the top 100 for relationships in America, which is crazy. But I want to be on that goddamn motherfucking page with the anal plug and the dildo. Like, let's just show people all the sex toys and how great me and my guests are. That being said, our guest I love her so much. She's so fucking talented. You have seen her on all the shows. My favorite is High Maintenance. She is an amazing character on High Maintenance. Um, is Anna Suzuki. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you what we talk about because it's a fun fucking episode. And it's actually very personal, but like funny personal. True the comedy. Enjoy. I meet up with him. And then I thought it was a date. But turns out I'm also hanging out with like 10 of his boys. Oh, God. So- and she'll get stuck underneath her bed. Wait, what? I know. Her boobs will be so big that she just can't. I did a lot of like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> mm, like that. You know, um, <laughs> that's very close to the mic. Um, <laughs> let's talk about dick. Tell me like the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Like when like something was inside of you. Um, always. Or around okay. You. No, um, no, 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 no. Not, not for real. Like. <laughs> Your eyes well, is like I was, Well, no, I was thinking I've I've been in a um like a long term monogamous relationship now, so I haven't been in the dating game for a long time. But mm-hmm. I was looking back, and also I was talking about sex with my therapist yesterday because 
I realized that um, in high school, I was super promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Like, one, like at one point, now I'm ready to like broadcast this. But when I was in my senior year of high school, I put up an ad on Craigslist. <gasps> oh my God, that's and I so was daring. Like, I was 17, but I was like, 18 year old looking for people to hang out with like a very vague ad oh my god and I ended up going on like a bunch of dates and um actually someone I went out with during that Craigslist week um I ended up hooking up with for like eight more years so wow so I did for (laughs) I did form like very long-term sexual relationships um, but I was trying to think of, uh, like the worst experiences. Um, one time, oh, so this is a high school story. Um, I was really obsessed with growing up gaudy. Do you remember that reality show? Yeah. It yes. was very weird. It was very weird. It was like the grandsons of John Gotti, mm-hmm. like a New York mob boss. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they, they, I mean, I mean, whoever's listening to this, like, you can Google them. They are so disgusting. Like, yeah, they, so trashy. And they just look like they're just, like, greasy everywhere. So greasy. It was, like, it was, and this was, like, pre-Jersey Shore. Yeah. It, they were, like, the OG, like, that look. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. leathery, like, highlights, but, like, unnaturally spiky hair. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, I was obsessed with them. And... And I when I was like, that. yeah, I, I well, I don't know what happened. My, I, I had not good taste. Um, so when I was like 15 or 16, um, I went to take my first headshots. I was like already an aspiring actress. Mm-hmm. So I went to take my first headshots. And then, um, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm telling this story. Um, at the studio, I don't remember where this was. Um. Somewhere in New York uh-huh. at the studio, there was another guy getting headshots done. And he kind of had that same like gaudy vibe. Um, and he his dad came over to because we were both minors. So I think I was there with my mom or like he was there with his dad. His dad came over to me and he was like, um, you know, um, I think I think this is what happened. I think he asked for my number for his son. That is, or the other way, or maybe he, this kid, asked me out, but I felt safe because he was with his dad. I don't remember. Okay. We exchanged numbers, and and then like eventually he tells me that he is like cousins with the Gaudis, and your vaginas explode. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, it, um, and so we. I, I guess at the time there was no texting. I don't remember. This was like if it was growing up, Gotti, we definitely had oh, flip phones. This was like oh four, okay, oh five, yeah, yeah. So texting wasn't big yet. Texting wasn't big yet, but I think I had a cell phone. I don't remember. Okay, I think I had one of those like Motorola phones mm, mm-hmm. with the snake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I painted it pink with nail polish because <laughs> they they didn't have like phone cases right, at the that time was the pre-phone case <laughs> was like a sticker or nail polish oh my god i'm dating myself um, i mean growing up Gotti, like immediately i was like i know exactly where we are <laughs> in like life like i had bleach blonde hair and i was using sun in yes, and trying sun to in. and like i was bright orange trying to use that fake bake shit yes. that wasn't good yet like I, I have a very clear memory of like what i look like i mean what like i can't believe that was ever a look you know but yeah <sighs> so but you, yeah so 
anyway, he says that he's like cousins with the Gaudis. So I go on a date with this boy. I'm about 16. He's, I think he's also about 16. And I, I go, at the time I lived in um, Manhattan with my parents. So he lived in Brooklyn. Um, I didn't know anything about Brooklyn at the time. So I don't, I honestly don't remember where this was. Somewhere in the borough of Brooklyn. I meet up with him and then I thought it was a date, but turns out I'm also hanging out with like 10 of his boys. Oh, God. So, so it's me and like 10 of his friends. I mean, they were, we were all about the same age. Um, but then like, so like we go over to his place and um, we were, we were smoking hookah all like 11 of us. And I thought I was so cool. If that is so 2004 <laughs> to smoke hookah, like going to like With a like hookah bar. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I thought I was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point, I mean, let's just get into it. At one point, I think I just start like blowing this gaudy cousin boy. Uh-huh. Um, and then, in front of people or like oh no we definitely moved to like a bedroom okay, okay yeah okay. yeah and then um at, at, a, at a certain point another boy joins in and he was like oh yeah this is also my cousin like he was calling everyone a cousin and so we i, I don't remember <laughs> so i had i ended up just like having a threesome with two cousins <laughs> Did but, they like do anything to them like each other? No, because <laughs> that's what I'm. That's the only thing I'm worried about is like incest right now. Like threesomes are great, but like incest, right I don't now know. I'm concerned <laughs> with this. <laughs> um, interesting. I don't think so. I think everything was done to me, okay, and okay. not to each other, okay. But also, I mean, who like I don't want to have a threesome with my cousin. That's, no, that's kind of. I mean, yeah. So, but also, I don't know if they were cousins. That he just called everyone a cousin. So, so at that point, I was like, "Oh, are you even really cousins with the Gaudis?" I mean, this was like a small, humble apartment. I was like, "You are not cousins with the Gaudis," and I'm like realizing this while I'm blowing him and like being fucked from behind. And I'm like, "This is the only reason I came here." Because you said you were cousins with the Gaudis. And you are, in fact, not. You are, in fact, not. And I'm being, like, pummeled from behind. Um, and, the, and the worst part was, um, so afterwards, they were, so after they finished, they were like, all right, we're going to go get food. And, <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. And I, like, hung back and hung out with their nine other friends who were very nice. Like, uh-huh. you know, they knew I was just fucked and they were very sweet to me. <laughs> very respectful. Very respectful. They were like, water? you want another flavor of hookah? Yeah. <laughs> like apple. Um, yeah. And I kind of ended up sort of like really platonically bonding with his other friends who were very nice. Mm-hmm. And I just um, I got like McDonald's with them and they walked me to the train. And so I never saw the first two guys again. But. Obviously, they were not friends with the Gaudis. <laughs> so no loss, really. No no loss, really. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's basically what happened. 
I don't this I would this was not even the story I was gonna tell, but it's still it's fucking amazing. <laughs> and um a few days later, I have a best friend Allie from um high high school. I'm still friends with her. But she like called this dude and chewed him out. Like she's that friend, you uh-huh. know, like like duh, I can't believe you fucked my friend. And like we did this in a Starbucks because you know, we were in high school and um yeah this guy like never apologized i mean i guess nothing really to apologize except that like he lied about being cousins with the gaudies but yeah i can't tell if he like lied well obviously he lied but like is it like this is so embarrassing to admit (laughs) um i went to go see uh hobbs and shaw the the oh, yes, fast and yes. furious I was like, spin-off. I, you know who i just thought of i thought you meant um those magicians um oh, <laughs> oh um, 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 what are their names one's got like really like long and, hair and teller pen and teller okay okay when you said hobbs and Tr- i was like you went to see pen and teller <laughs> i'm a magician fan the weirder the better um but they uh oh, fucking the rocks character would call his Brothers or Shaw, huh? I think it's Hobbs. <laughs> I can't remember. Those, those are their names, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. One is Hobbs, one, and is, one Hobbs. is Shaw, and I have a 50 50 chance that I'm right, but I think his last name was Hobbs. Okay, but he'd call his brothers Uso, like that was the phrase that they used. I think, what? like, uh, whatever nationality the rock is. Oh, oh, it's like another language, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it's another language. Oh, okay. So it's like, is it just like, is that cousin like the yeah. version of like Uso, where it's like, where you're, it's like your friend, he's my cousin, yeah, but also like cousin of the Gaudi brothers is very, very specific, you know, it's not like Uso, yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like it grammatically, like it means something, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was fooled, and I mean, that was. Yeah, that was like the first ever threesome I had ever had. So I'm glad I got it out at like 16. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is overrated. I was like, yeah, this is overrated. I can't imagine what a, a threesome with like 16-year-old boys that truly don't understand anything about female anatomy mm-hmm. or their own anatomy yet would mm-hmm. be like. As you said, you were pummeled from the back. So that's not a good <laughs> connotation. I don't think you had that much fun. Um, No, probably not. But you know, <laughs> like when you're 16, you're like, justify it, you know. Also, did you bring up the Gaudis to him? See, I don't remember. Be- I was so obsessed with the Gaudis. And my my friends from high school can tell you, I, like, made a plan one weekend. I, like, I don't know if Google, I don't know if Google existed at the time, but I, like, found out what Long Island Mall they hang out in. Oh, my God. And I made, like, an itinerary. Oh, my God. And gosh. I made one of our parents drive there. We like staked out for three hours. I'm not joking. We staked out at a Long Island mall for three hours and we I didn't find them. But oh my that, God. that's how obsessed I was with them. I love that this parent was like, sure. <laughs> sure. Let's Why drive not? to Long Island. <laughs> let's go stalk a person. Let's go stalk someone for you. But I love you. You're my little baby girl. Let's go do it. Can you imagine? I don't know if I would do that for my child. That's crazy. Yeah. If it was that long of a commute, I'd probably be like, no, go watch Friends. Like, <laughs> like no. Um, so you were born and raised in, in New York? Um, yeah. So I was born in Japan, but okay. I've I've lived in New York City since um seventh grade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um middle school and high school I lived in <clears throat> Manhattan. Yeah. But I've never I haven't um 
I haven't lived in any other city, so I don't have like a point of reference as to what other American cities are like. Like, I think this is America. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I went to Myrtle Beach last weekend and I was like, oh, my God, I hate all of the rest of America. <laughs> like, I hate this. <laughs> like, the food's trash. Yeah. People suck. And yeah. it's like flat and just like nothing there. But I do love um, like my boyfriend's from Maryland. So whenever we go and that's like the most country i've ever experienced maryland because i i'm from maryland and also oh, so is my boyfriend really mm-hmm. um outside of baltimore okay columbia yeah yeah. yeah 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 i was born in baltimore but my brother uh, not brother my boyfriend is from annapolis we're <laughs> from where annapolis? annapolis okay yeah cool yeah yeah that's very not country <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like cracker barrel is like really fun for me mm-hmm. like oh my god there's so much space in this restaurant <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had their country fried steak? Because that's great. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Yeah. But and I want to know what the other story was. Because that was really good. But you came in with another story. <laughs> well, I realized that this other story, Um, I love to do a bit about it. So you may have heard this. But um, like right after senior year of high school, right after graduating high school, um, my friends and I, we decided to go to Montreal and get fucked up and so we took a greyhound and did you know that the greyhound bus goes to canada it's like a nine hour ride it's a very long ride yeah but i did like you can take transport like public transportation to canada so we went and um this was still like my promiscuous high school time so as soon as we got there we were staying in this hostel and my friend nikita she like already started hooking up with someone who mm-hmm. was staying there. His name was Dan Brown. I think I'm still friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> 12 years later. <laughs> this is this is why like Facebook really weirds me out. It's like you have a connection with someone you met once mm-hmm. 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that's not natural. Have you ever gone down a rabbit hole on your own friend list and you're just like, who the fuck is this? Yes. And you're just like, mm. and then yeah. you're like, well, maybe they like me now because like I'm a comedian. And I post stuff. So I don't want to unfriend them. What if I lose a fan? And now you have like, I don't know. I get very yeah. like, I can't unfriend any of these people. But I don't know. I don't know. Like out of like my 1200 friends, I don't know like 800 of them. Yeah. OK. I don't. Good. Because I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I see like men in like their 50s. I definitely did not fuck them. But like, I'm sure I met them at an improv show once. They're your Craigslist like, connections. Yeah. <laughs> from high school um so my friend Nikita started hooking up with this guy named Dan Brown and so I was like okay I want to start hooking up with someone and the only guy I kind of like had chemistry with was this um French Canadian guy who spoke no English Mm -hmm. and so um we started hooking up but because we just had like such a huge language barrier um all at the time like my go-to move was like a blow job. You yeah. know, I was like 18. I thought that's what all men just wanted. <laughs> and so um the problem was his he didn't have a private room. He he was like one of those guys, one of those guys. <laughs> you know, one of those guys who lives in hostels. Um, <laughs> um he had lived in that hostel for so long that he didn't have a private room. Mm. Uh, so he was like sharing the living room with the owner of the hostel, and oh my god, they had they had like an IKEA shelf separating them. That was 
the privacy he had. But with what is it one of the ones that has like you the, can see through? Yes. Okay. One so of then, those. Okay. So not even really a, a separation. Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. there were like books in them. Okay. You know? Um and, <laughs> and so um I like finally when I went to go give him a blowjob, I was like, okay, so he doesn't have privacy, so I have to do this in the middle of the night when everyone's sleeping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my window was very small, mm-hmm. my blowjob window. And um, <laughs> and so I started blowing him. I can't even ask, like, do you like this? You know, like, are you enjoying this? Because I don't speak French. And Oh, duh. I yeah. forgot about the language barrier. Yeah. I thought it was just because it was like you had to be quiet. That Well, that. And I didn't know how to say, like, do you like this in French? Uh-huh. And so I was like, um, I, I hope you like it. And then I, was, <laughs> I, started, I started blowing him. Um, but then I guess I was very loud. So my oh, friend no. heard me from upstairs and he he goes, shut the fuck up. Like, I guess I was very loud. Um, How, I'm just I am so intrigued now because it's kind of hard to be loud during a blowjob unless you're like <laughs> moaning with it in your mouth for like dramatic yeah, effect. I think maybe that. Okay, I'm, I'm I get pretty dramatic in bed. Yeah. Okay, that's probably it because like I always I'm pretty quiet when I'm getting a blowjob because I start to focus <laughs> on the noise of it in my mouth and I find it hilarious. Like yeah. it's very like. And you're just like, what? It's not sexy. No. No. So I think maybe to cover that up, I did a lot of like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I like Mm -hmm. that. You know, um, (laughs) that's very close to the mic. Um, (laughs) Not the uh, first. Don't worry. (laughs) um, So I was doing a lot of that, I think. And and then I woke my friend up. And um, so he like my friend threw his my friend is also like a dramatic gay boy so he threw his shoe at me he he does not want his sleep interrupted so he threw his shoe at me um and julian this french guy he i think he came in my mouth i'm not sure he came in my mouth or he came on me i don't remember um and that was like the last encounter we had together and the next morning we were leaving Montreal um, and I bought like a French English uh, dictionary <laughs> to read on the Greyhound ride home. <laughs> and like that summer, Rihanna's umbrella was huge. Mm-hmm. So I just listened to that on repeat like 58 times. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, you, do you ever imagine you're in your own music video? Oh my God, yeah. all the time. <laughs> I do it a lot when I'm uh, commuting. Yeah. A lot of like walking with a lot of um, conviction. Yes. You know? I, yes. I like to imagine myself in like the closing credits of a like a feel good movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, by like walking in slow-mo. Yeah. Like you've had like a self-realization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you overcame your obstacles. So that's what I was doing on the Greyhound bus. <laughs> I came with umbrella. With umbrella. <laughs> I overcame this obstacle. Um yeah, and we actually like emailed a couple of times, like me in broken French, him in broken English. It's probably somewhere still in my Hotmail inbox, but um, yeah, that was the last time I saw him. So I feel like this is actually what I was talking about in therapy yesterday. I feel like I've never had like <laughs> like a normal loving sex. Like, <laughs> I mean, now I do. Now, now I now I do. 
I love my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like before that, it was always just like so fucked up and weird that um, I like associate sex with like instability and chaos. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this got real. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you um, when you were younger, mm-hmm. when did you because I knew for me, probably not until like after college, like I definitely like masturbated, but it wasn't until after college where I started to put my needs into mm-hmm. the sex. Like mm-hmm. it was always like, what does this person want? And it was never like, what do I want? And so I can't imagine because I was very, very prude when I was in like high school and really for most of college too. Oh yeah, I was so afraid of dick. I was so afraid of it. I was like, no thank you. (laughs) Um, No thank you. So I had no clue, but I knew like a lot of like stuff because my parents were very open about it. But I had no firsthand experience. That's interesting that like your parents were open and you were a prude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, they kind of did the same thing with drugs, too. They're like, well, this is what this is and what it feels like and what it does. And so I was like, oh, all of this sounds scary and I don't want it. So yeah. It was very like the, like the um the curtain was drawn. Like I saw everything. Yes. And it, I was it, good. It, it's almost like it doesn't give you a reason to rebel against them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, but that was kind of it was just like. um. So what, when you were younger, were you like aware of your own sexual needs yet when you were like hooking up with with people? Oh, no. No, I was definitely doing it. This is interesting because I feel like in high school, I had this like facade of a like a confident, independent woman. Mm-hmm. Like of my group of girlfriends, like I was the only one who was sexually active. Like I was the um, Samantha of uh-huh. my little high school group. Okay, you know, like I, I would, I would probably just like have sex just so I would have a cool story. <laughs> you are definitely at, Samantha. Yeah, uh, yeah, at the cafeteria table, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I was like I think I thought I was independent, but I'm sure I was just doing it to like please guys. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like now that um I'm like coming into my own and I am an adult person, mm-hmm. now I'm like fully finally living that person i thought i was when i was 16 yeah yeah oh interesting yeah i just unpacked that here right here on this podcast it's therapy i love it (laughs) well because i also i feel like i'm always afraid that girls will think it's bad like down the road they'll be like oh i can't believe i had so much sex when i was so young blah 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 and i if if you were ready then you were ready like yeah i think that's really important to teach especially to women that's like or girls it's like if you're ready you know know the the risks involved like pregnancy or stis but if you want to fuck then fuck like yeah yeah like there's nothing wrong with that like you're not because in that time the samantha character was the one you didn't want to be you didn't want to be samantha Mm -hmm. and you didn't want to be miranda because one was a slut and one was a bitch yeah but in reality those are the only two that you should be are samantha or miranda oh i like that yeah carrie sucks um (laughs) and charlotte was the biggest judgmental prude Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. like no we shouldn't be those people like we should not be idolizing those girls we should be idolizing the ones that stand up for themselves and take their pleasure and needs first i love that right yeah like if they did i would love to see sex and city reboot on hbo with like four new characters yeah it could be so great i was yeah i was just thinking it would be really funny with like high school girls oh shit yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> You're like, maybe. Maybe. Where'd you go to high school in New York? Yeah, I went to this school called um, Rudolph Steiner School. And um, it's a really small private school on the Upper East Side, but um, Zoe Kravitz went there. I actually think um, I heard it. Yeah. Heard of it's, it. It's very small. Like, a lot of celebrities like to put their kids there. I remember one time we were in, like, drama club rehearsal and, like, um, I think it was Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke walked in maybe to just like ob- observe the class. What? And it was like the like the shittiest actor from our class was on stage ah. rehearsing. And I was like, not in front of Ethan Hawke. <laughs> not in front of Uma. Um, fuck, I had a question. I forgot what it was. <laughs> I don't know why, but it also reminded me like one time I was like, kind of seeing um in college i was kind of seeing this guy who worked at a starbucks near my college Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i was only like fucking him because i loved cranberry bliss bars (laughs) (laughs) do you remember the like white bars they have during christmas Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he would give me free cranberry bliss bars so i would just like go over and blow him and i was like I didn't. It wasn't even money. I was like doing it for a snack. Dude, this thing costs a lot of money. Like, <laughs> it's like I, that was smart. Yeah, a transactional blowjob is a okay in my books. <laughs> Sex work is work, guys. I will get paid in food. <laughs> Starbucks would cost so much money. I get so I mad it sometimes because really it's so it's so bad tasty. Yeah. Like they have like the cheesecake factory like shit. Yeah, and like those stuff. Like the, my favorite is their stuffed pizza pretzels, which you can only get. In the Starbucks and in the Barnes and Nobles. So it's Starbucks. Oh, yes. But it's not affiliated. Like you can't use Starbucks gift cards. I found out very embarrassingly so. <laughs> They're like, no, we can't, we don't take this here. <laughs> Starbucks. You just want the pizza stuffed pretzel. It's um, stuffed with pizza ingredients. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's so good. It's so good. Well, I guess if like a pretzel is a bread so it's like basically pizza in a pretzel shape. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a it's like a Pizza that's been like folded into a pretzel. It's just pizza in a different, de- not deconstructed, but like reconstructed. De- de- re- <laughs> deconstructed and reconstructed <laughs> pizza. Yeah. It's so good. But I would totally blow for a few of those pretzels. Yeah. I mean, like, they're like $5. Yeah. Like, really expensive. It, it adds up. And you're in college. Yeah. And you're poor. And you're poor. Yeah. Yeah. Look, okay, I am, cool. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I was doing shit. To have fun stories, you know. That was a really good story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, who are you dating now? Like, just this Starbucks barista for a bliss bar. <laughs> Did you have like a specific type, or were you more like more like Samantha, where it was like, like any was your type? Um, and <laughs> um, I I went through a phase where I was only dating brown guys. Like I thought Aladdin was so hot mm-hmm. and so I was only dating like Indian, Pakistani, Bengali guys. Um that was a type at one point. But other than that, no, I don't think so. I don't think I have like a type type. No. Okay. Yeah. I will I've never admitted this out loud and it's a hundred percent because I was insecure about myself mm. and I had really bad teeth. Which, like, it shouldn't be that embarrassing, but they were rough. Mm. So it was pre-adult braces. But my type in college uh, 
was old balding men. But ba- they had to be balding. They didn't like balding. Like I didn't like bald, but like I liked. I like, like to fading. see like a recession. Like <laughs> I know that their standards are lowering or lowering. And I remember telling my boss when I was interning at Atlantic Records uh, one summer, I was just like, this is my type. And he was this really great boss. I loved him to death. And he'd be like, oh, my God, what about him? What about him? Go for him. Like, he loved it. He loved that I was like, nope, oh my God. old, chubby, bald, that's my type, or balding. Wow. But it's 100% because I was I did not think I could do better. Oh. I know, isn't that so sad? Because I'm, like, really hot. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah, but thank you for sharing. Of course. Yeah. Share but, with the world. But, but I feel like a lot of women do like that, like, chubby bear type. Like, I love a good bear. Mm-hmm. But I feel like n- not a lot of men are like, I like a chubby girl. Yeah. I, I think it's a, getting a little bit better mm-hmm. now that we have, like, Lizzo and yeah. we have more representation yeah. and more, like, stop telling us to be thin t- people out there. Mm-hmm. But I can, you, there's definitely still, like, a... It's like, there's something against that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not allowed to have the mom bods, but they can have the dad bods. Yes, exactly. Or like, um, I noticed this. I, I, I watch a lot of Japanese porn. I mean, I, I, if I, when I watch porn, it's a lot of Japanese porn. I don't know why I reworded that. I watch <laughs> like, it's the same it's thing. Like, it's the same thing, but it's semantics. <laughs> um, like, are we talking like Japanese bus porn, where it's like Japanese bus porn? Oh, have you not seen that? What? What do you mean? That is, um. A, it's a gangbang on like a Japanese oh, public bus. Oh, I would watch that. Oh yeah, I yeah, kind of I, can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I lo- I love a good Japanese gangbang uh, porn, but um, in Japan, like like chubby girls is like a whole genre. Oh, I had you no know? clue. Yeah, because it's like it's like an anomaly. Like the oh. you're supposed to be a slender woman, and so if you're chubby, you're like. A genre, which is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, yes, I love a good bus gangbang. Um, <laughs> I'll look that up. I love their weird like cosplay shit. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like themed gangbang. Mm-hmm. Like um, like nursery teacher gets fucked by the babies, and it's like <laughs> it's like five guys dressed as babies. <laughs> Like that coming up. on her. It's so weird. Oh my god. But like hilarious. Porn is like I love my porn to have like a sense of humor. I love Oh when, really? Like I love when my porn like doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh. If that makes sense. Yes, it totally makes sense. And that sounds healthy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've watched a lot of unhealthy shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why is this turning me on? Mm-hmm. And I just came. Mm-hmm. Um what I also kind of love, and I don't know if it's all Japanese porn, but I love that the like things are blurry, like things are blurred. Yeah, and it just it makes me laugh. Like I know it's like it's kind of dumb to censor because it's like literally porn, but like I'm just like, wow, okay, sure. But it's also like, what's the point? Like I can't see it. Right? <laughs> How am I supposed to be turned on? We know what this looks like. Yeah, yeah, because that is a big part of it too. Is the actual seeing of it, it like mm-hmm. that turns people on? Maybe they think it won't turn people on like they'll be well, like no well they just have, I can't <laughs> they just have a lot of like laws against vulgarity in Japan like there's this artist who makes stuff like that like she depicts vaginas mm-hmm. and sh- it's considered like illegal in Japan Damn. it's just it's it's a lot of um like toxic masculinity and oppression was it 
Japan that sent a dude to like the all women's conference or something like world's conference it's oh. supposed to be all women and it was just Japan brought like a dude oh I don't know about that I I make sense not sure no but I'm that would sure. make sense okay. it's that kind of country okay. yeah but so so that's why I think their porn is like so fucked up because it's like they're so suppressed that that's the only way they can live out their fantasy yeah which is like babies fucking a nursery teacher yeah Uh, very weird um but they also have like uh like sex game shows where there's like um five dicks coming out of a wall you can't see their face and it's like guess which one's your brother (laughs) (laughs) this one tastes just like him like like a real game show or like a porn no i think it's like a (gasps) scripted porn show like i don't think you're actually blowing your brother okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz i was like wait is this a really a game no, show first so. and then a porn or is it a porn first and then a game show <laughs> i have so much to look up when i get home today yeah. i'm so excited yeah <laughs> or they have like um like the ringu porn version just like um, i do not know what that is yeah like 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 you know that girl who comes out of the well with the hair like the all these like Japanese horror tropes, oh. but it's like the porn version of it. You're like fucking the ghost. It's like oh. people just have a very interesting visions. Oh, have you ever seen the one where it's not? Um, I don't know if it's Japanese porn, but it's like the woman being fucked by the ghost, and she's just like coming, and there's no one there. Oh my god, no! But it's amazing. That's like art. Yes, it's yeah. like. Did you ever see like scary? I think it was scary movie or scary movie two, Mm-mm. where uh, was it Tori Spelling? She gets fucked by the ghost. Oh, my God. And it's amazing. It's, like, so dumb and, like... Uh, but so, like, you can't... The, the ghost is not a... Th- you, it's not there. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see, like, they'll make, like, the bed move in different ways to, like, make it imply That's that there's really someone there. That's really funny. But it's just like that. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I would love to, like, make porn. I would love to be in, like, the creative, like, writer's room for, like, what have, what have we not done yet? <laughs> Because there's just so much <laughs> shit. But I'm like, if there's this much shit, how much more can we, we do? do? Like, what else is there? Like, I was telling um, uh, someone, like, last week that I was recording, my favorite right now is Stuck. What's that? No one knows about it. Like, it's it's literally just, like, uh, the stepmom will be trying to grab, like, a necklace from underneath her bed, and she'll get stuck underneath <laughs> her bed. Wait, what? I know. Her boobs will be so big that she just can't. Oh, it's like a genre? Yeah, it's a genre. And it's getting kind of big now because the first time I saw it was like a year ago. Wait, is it Asian? No. Oh, okay. Mm -mm, This is just like. It's like white people shit. Yeah, this is white people shit. Yeah. Um, it's white people shit when it's a, a lot of like um incest shit because it's always like stepmom, yes. stepbrother. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Which is turning out to be one of my favorite porns now, and I'm because it's just like why not? Why not? Like, it's not. Why wouldn't legal. your family member get stuck under a bed? Right? right. Why? Of course she went with like her boobs up in the air to find her <laughs> necklace. Of course that makes the most sense. So wait, how is she stuck? What describe to me? I mean, I need the visual. So it'll be like a dark wooden bed, maybe this much room. Uh-huh. And her boobs will be like this big. About the same. About the same. <laughs> so she'll like shimmy under. Be like, oh, I found my necklace. And then start to shimmy back and be like, ah, my titties. 
And then she'll start screaming for her stepson to come and help her, like pull her out by her leg. And he'll try for like two seconds. And then by that point, somehow her underwear is off and her dress is like just completely shoved up. And he's like, well, I can't get you out, but here's your rabbit vibrator. And then like start to like. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, then yeah. he'll like fuck her. Yeah. And there's like a power dynamic to me, to it that like really turns me on because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, no, stop. You're dad. And then she's like, but this feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best is the, the best one I've seen is like there's two. One stepmom is stuck under a glass table and she's clearly not stuck in any way, <laughs> shape or form. <laughs> and then there is the it's in French, I think. Stepmom gets stuck in the washing machine and she's not stuck. She's like this what, little what twig. Part of her body, like, like her head, her oh head my God. to her like torso are in the washing machine. Oh my God. And she's not stuck. Right. She's not stuck. Obviously. And just immediately just starts fucking from behind. And I'm just like, why is this so dumb and hot? Like, yeah. why am I coming right now? <laughs> But I've never seen it all the way through because the moment I come, I'm like, this is is so stupid. Like, why am I watching this? Yes, yes, yes. So I've never seen, like, I don't know how it ends. That also reminded me um, in Japanese porn, which I love, clearly. Uh um, There's this genre where men can make time stop. Oh, what? So it's just like a bunch of, like, women, whatever, like in a cafe. And this Mm -hmm. guy walks in and time stops. And he can do whatever he wants to them. Oh my it's god! It's so weird. Like, what? It's it's a very interesting fantasy. I have never heard of this. Yeah. Like I like I'm literally like mentally writing these all down. Yeah. Like, I want to so watch just all like, of them. It's just like five girls sitting at a cafe. Like time has stopped, and like he's just like like fondling them. Oh my god! So I but I don't know the rules. Like I don't know if time runs out or like uh, yeah. But, I've also noticed in the Japanese porn that I have watched, there's a lot of fondling. A lot like of a fondling. Lot, a lot, like way yeah. more than you'd get like in American Yes, porn. a lot of like foreplay mm-hmm. before they fuck. Yeah. It, was there a reason for that? Or was yeah. that just like... I think like the like the torture aspect is... Uh. is yeah, that is like a big thing mm-hmm. in Japanese porn. I think, yeah, that's why. Yeah, okay, because they're all the women are always like, mm, no, stop. Yeah, it. the women are always resisting. Yeah, they ha- because it's not hot if they have autonomy, right? Yeah, if they have control of this yes. or want it. Yes, because I have noticed that in almost all porn, they're like, no, don't. Um, I also sometimes will go down. Is it hentai? Yes, yeah. That's I'm always like, <laughs> I'm so down that I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. Like, why not? Because that's what it like. It's it's entertainment. I think that's what Athlete said last week. She's like, it's entertainment. It's not yeah reality. Sure. It is it is entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I just I just had another thought about this time stopping genre. But I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't believe I haven't stumbled upon this. It's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, but also oh yeah, like can you imagine being an actress in that shoot? Just like having to sit still. Yeah, and like hold like a cup. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like while you're being fingered. Like, <laughs> Like, how do you not laugh? No. Give them an Oscar, yeah, man. Them a fucking Oscar. They're being yeah. fucking pleasured. They might be coming right now. I don't and know if like, they're being really pleasured. Like, I don't know how good the technique is. Right. But, but like, yeah. you're sipping on, like, a matcha latte. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. 
Oh my god! See, I don't. So I oh, I can't wait to watch this. I can't wait. I'm so excited. How long have you been with your boyfriend? Um, we've been together for six years. That's a long time. Yeah, and then before that, I was, I went from one relationship to another. So before that, I was um in a three year relationship. So this was like, um, before people started using dating apps. So okay. I've never used dating apps. Like okay. I don't know what that world is. Uh huh. So well, you just, sort of did use Craigslist. That's like pre Tinder. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It is pre-Tinder. Yeah, it's ancient Tinder. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like interesting to see my single girlfriends use these apps. Mm-hmm. It's like so disheartening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I have never gone on a date on Tinder. Mm-hmm. I've just used the men on Tinder uh to feel better about myself. Yes. Like I ghosted everyone. Yeah. And at first I felt bad and I was like, no, like they could have ghosted me. Who cares? Is this what Tinder is? We just kind of like throw people away. Yeah. So that's kind of sad. But I've I've never had like the date. I've never like online dated. Yeah. Well, I think the I think the stigma around is it is that um if you can't meet someone in real life, then you meet someone online. And it's like, you're not good enough to meet ah. someone in real life. And so you have to resort to meeting someone online. I think that's the stigma. Which is so dumb. Yeah. Because it's just like, no, you're just stuck on a commute or in a right. car and you don't have time. Right. And we're all on our phones looking down. We're not like recognizing like people, I guess. Like it's such a dumb <laughs> stigma. Mm-hmm. Like who cares? Yeah. Like own it. Yeah, but yeah, but I no, right. I know, I know people who've met online. Yeah, yeah, just the way I just like it's just the new way people date now. Like it should, right? That should just be it. It's like this is just how people date. Yeah, yeah fine. Well, yeah. How did you guys meet? If it was pre, um, we met at the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas. Aww. Um, I think at the time I was like newly doing stand up or like. Um. Yeah, and he was doing stand up, and we just met on a show, and um. Yeah, and he's he's Muslim. He's brown, and he was totally my type. And so I was just like, "Do you want to hang out?" And yeah, I think that's how it happened. But he lived in Maryland at the time, so we started oh. long distance. Aww. And I took a lot of Bolt bus mm-hmm. to go see him. Um. Yeah, and then he moved to New York for me. So we've been together since. Aw. Um, so not Omar, but the guy before, was that like the first time it was like sex, not for a story? Like, <laughs> if that's like too intense, like don't like don't no, um, answer. No, I think, yeah, I think you're right. He was probably like the first normal relationship I had. Um, and he was, uh, uh, he actually was an, a gay porn editor. Oh, cool. Um, and so he edited porn. Um, and so I think, like, because his work was crazy, like, the, the relationship was very stable and normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes so much sense, though. Yeah. Wow. We're, I remember, like, the first time, like, I had, like, sex that was, like, oh, like, I am important in this like I'm a, mm, I'm a part of it uh, I remember being like like it was almost jarring like yes. did you have like the same situation? well that's I mean that's I think that's like what I'm unpacking right now so mm-hmm. I, it is present day me mm-hmm. but I I totally know what you're talking about right yeah 
It's like, oh, oh, I was going to say, it's like, um, I was like, what's the catch? Like, yes. Like, am I being pranked? Like, why does he want me to come? Right. <laughs> like, where are the cameras? Yeah. Where's Ashton Kutcher? Like, yes. what's happening? Yes. Um, yeah. And it took a, it took a long time for me too to be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, this is just what, like, a healthy relationship looks yeah. like. Like, this is just healthy. I, I, my mom used to, I, when I got out of like a really bad relationship, um, like emotionally abusive, my mom afterwards was like, She's like, a good relationship is boring. And I remember being like, I Wait, who said that? My mom. Uh-huh. After like a very bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when she said that, I must have been 24, 25. And I remember being like, wow, that's so sad. My mom has a boring relationship. Yeah. And then when I met like the guy that I'm with now, I was like, oh, this is what she meant by boring. There's just no drama. Yeah. Like, that's how you can always tell, like, who and your friends are, like, in a good relationship is you never hear about it. <laughs> You're like, oh, how so-and-so? Like, oh, they're good. And, like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. There's no drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. but my therapist says um, it's important to, if you want, it's important to, like, try to recreate that uh, magic you had in the beginning of the relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, when you just first met them and it was, like, exciting um so there are ways to like recreate that you yeah know, by like going on dates and yeah uh what we'll do is um because we'll get in like we'll get like in sex rats where like we know we know we hit our bases where it's like we do this do that do this we both come um yes, so yes. what we'll do is like we'll just like switch it up like someone gets on the floor or like we oh. do it like in the in the um, living room instead and it's just something that's like a little different to get out of that rhythm that you're just like oh like oh I forgot oh that's really interesting mm-hmm. oh thank you yeah something just I'll very like because we started long distance too and so there was a lot of sexting like sexting is one of my favorite things in the world and even just like doing that like when you're not like long distance is like oh like just being like oh I can't wait to suck your cock when you get home today like if you say that, like, when they're at work. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, that's all they think about. They're like, oh, can't wait. Like, just, like, stupid shit like that that's that so you kind of take for granted when you're, like, very happy. Yeah. Yeah, totally stuff like that. But that's or- also, like, thrilling to get that text mm-hmm. at work. I also recommend videos. Like, nude pics are great, but a masturbating dick video is kind of the best. Yeah. I get a little paranoid about that. Like, oh, does the government have my nudes? It was also interesting to hear that you can just like masturbate not in your house. Like I can't. Oh yeah. I can only masturbate at my own home. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of like where have I masturbated that wasn't my house. I'm just like a horny little baby and like anywhere. <laughs> um, I think I, like I'm too in my head. So if I'm like doing it at someone else's house or anywhere else, I'd be like someone's gonna walk in on me right now well so that's the thing is like that's one of my kinks is like the mm. whole almost oh, getting walked thrill. in on yeah yeah no, that's not fun for me me like i need to be at the right angle on my bed like i need like i need to be in the comfort of my own mm-hmm. bed like the ipad at the right angle like <laughs> for me it's like all about like the yeah like the familiarity of my setting one time we were on tour and I think like a couple of people had like hooked up with mm-hmm. other people that weekend or something. And I was so furious that I couldn't have <laughs> sex because like I'm in a monogamous relationship. And so like I stormed into the bathroom and took a bath. And I was like, I am 
coming. I am coming in this bath. <laughs> and I didn't bring in my phone. And I was like, God damn it. It'll give me away if I take like get out of the bath and bring my phone. So listeners, if you've never masturbated in a bath, it's very hard because you lose all your juice. <laughs> and so the first minute is just like painful. And you're like, no, I'm going to yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stayed in there for like 35 minutes until I finally came because I was like, I'm getting mine. Like, I want this so bad. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like a just to prove that I can do it, like type of like thing. Prove it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, one time I gave up porn for Lent, but I didn't give up masturbating. Mm. So I would just like learn how to like. Make... Can you? Yeah, can you like masturbate from your own imagination? It is very hard. It's I have, really hard. I have not done it in a long time, but I can do it. Yes, mm. I can make movies with my eyes. That's fun. Yeah, no, I need I need porn. I yeah. Um, and I was thinking like even in like hotel rooms where you have complete privacy, I have like fear of housekeeping walking in. Oh wow! Like I can't do it. Oh yeah, I, I think I get my freakiest in like hotel rooms. Really, they're just like. I'm, you're not at home. We're just like, ooh, what can I do? No one will ever know. Like the neighbors won't hear. Mm. I don't care about these people here. Like let's get jizz everywhere. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm like saying out loud. I'm like, I'm such an asshole. Wow. We tip. We tip housekeeping. <laughs> I tip. I definitely tip housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> you deserved it. <laughs> you did your job. Um, but that's the great thing about that's the great thing about sex though is just like it we're is so different. Yeah, we're this so is, different, but it's still so fun. So illuminating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You enjoyed it so hard. I know, I know. I know. Um again, are you still on your phone? Have you not rated and liked it yet? Go fucking do it right now. But only five stars and like how much you love me. And just like how like cool my guests are and why we should all talk about sex the way that we talk about sex on this podcast. Okay, bye.